Welcome to Demystifying Franchise Ownership, the podcast that brings you expert advice, transparency, and clarity around franchise ownership. Whether you're a prospective or current franchisee or franchisor, or simply curious about the topic, say hello to your host, Christine Givens. Welcome back to Demystifying Franchise Ownership, where I share my knowledge, experience, and hard-earned lessons learned about franchise ownership. If you've listened to uh, previous podcast episodes, you've probably heard me talk about my experience as a franchisee. The franchise system in which I invested told prospective franchisees that it was a semi-absentee model, which was what I was looking for. Once I became a franchisee, however, I realized that it wasn't a semi-absentee model, especially in those those first years of business. If a franchisor claims the model is semi-absentee, don't take their word for it. If you're looking for a franchise system with a semi-absentee model, do your research before you make an investment to figure out if it truly is such a model. So how do you go about doing that? Steps one and two go hand in hand as you're working on both at the same time. Step one is to understand the specific requirements set by the franchise system regarding owner involvement. Step two entails assessing the level of owner involvement needed to make sure or ensure success. In step one, I'm talking about the requirements of the owner, and in step two, I'm talking about what's actually necessary from the owner. Just because the franchisor says that a manager or other employee is allowed to assume certain roles, that doesn't mean that an employee or manager is actually able to assume those roles. Let me give you an example. I went into the franchise system I was in, assuming that employees could assist with certain day-to-day marketing activities. The reality was I had to get much more involved on a daily basis. It just, it was not going to happen at that employee level. They just didn't have the expertise, the skills, the experience to do it. So how do you determine what the specific requirements are and how much owner involvement is necessary? By reviewing your contractual obligations in the franchise agreement, etc., the operational guidelines and performance metrics. For example, are you contractually obligated to do certain things? Reviewing the franchise agreement, as I mentioned a second ago, helps you identify any, you want to look for any clauses or provisions pertaining to owner involvement. Pay close attention to terms regarding managerial responsibilities, reporting requirements, and any stipulations regarding the presence of the owner at the franchise location. You also need to understand the day-to-day operations outlined by the franchise system. This could include protocols for staffing, customer service standards, marketing strategies, can these duties be implemented with minimal direct owner involvement or does there need to be constant owner oversight to adhere to the brand standards and to effectuate operational efficiency? You want to also assess whether the model allows for significant delegation of tasks 
or if owners are required to be hands-on to ensure success. Does the model call for a managerial role? If it does, it's essential to understand the scope of the manager's duties, their expected compensation, and the feasibility of finding a qualified candidate willing to work for that particular compensation level. If the expectations placed on a manager are too ambitious, those responsibilities that they can't perform will fall most likely into your lap. Additionally, if the model business model calls for paying a manager a certain amount and you know or you s- suspect that you won't be able to find a candidate with those skills required at that compensation level, you have to assume you'll have to take on those responsibilities. Examining the KPIs or key performance indicators set by a franchise system is another way to get your arms around the requirements and necessary involvement of the owner. Evaluate whether the KPIs align with the goals of a semi-absentee model, such as profitability, customer satisfaction, and staff retention. Is it possible to achieve these targets, these performance targets, without an owner's constant presence and involvement in daily operations. Assessing quality and accessibility of training and support is another way to gauge the uh, the required owner's involvement. Consider factors such as the responsiveness of the corporate team, the support teams, the reliability of technology systems for remote management, and the availability of resources for troubleshooting challenges. Let me give you an example. About three years into being a franchisee, the franchisor decided to transition to a new point of sale platform and a scheduling platform. They were all in one. The rollout of the new technology platform was so poorly handled. Uh, That doesn't even suggest how poorly it was. It was awful. I ended up spending hours of time figuring out how to use a platform because the the training was was not what it should have been so that I could teach my employees how to use the platform. I also spent significant hours writing a user manual because what we had been given was pitiful. Moving on to step three, which involves conducting interviews with both current and former franchisees. Pose detailed questions regarding their experiences, focusing on their specific duties and requirements expected of the owners. You want to understand where the owners spend his or her time and how much time must be dedicated. Explore whether they employ a manager, and if so, dive into, delve into aspects such as the manager's responsibilities, compensation, time allocation, and weekly hours worked. Additionally, inquire about the vendors utilized, including their services and associated costs. You want to do this so you can ascertain the extent to which they do that work internally or they outsource it. It's critical to discern the balance between the time franchise owners dedicate to overseeing the business versus being directly involved in its day-to-day operations. Spending time on the business typically involves activities such as 
developing business and marketing and sales strategies. On the other hand, working in the business entails executing those strategies and managing daily tasks. While franchise owners should certainly engage in strategic planning, a franchise system that demands constant hands-on involvement suggests it may not align with the semi-absentee model. Draft your list of questions and document responses. You could record, you could take notes. This documentation enables future reference and comparison. Similarly, I would ask those same questions to the franchisor and compare their responses to the franchisee responses. Discrepancies between franchisee and franchisor responses in my mind are a big red flag. I would push back and disclose to the franchisor that you you got different responses from the franchisees. I wouldn't disclose any particular franchisees, but I would say the franchisees responded differently. How the franchisor responds to those discrepancies will give you insight into their transparency and reliability, something you should definitely consider if you're considering making an investment. Even if, after doing everything I've outlined, you determine that the franchise system does offer a semi-absentee model, it's essential to recognize that this may not be the case during those first initial years getting the business off the ground. Dave Hands, a great Clips franchisee who was a guest Podcast guest in 2023 shared his perspective in him in in the interview with him. He was not optimistic about there being such a thing as some a semi absentee model. He questioned whether it really actually exists. You've put your hard earned money at risk, so you want to do everything you possibly can to be successful. That takes a huge time commitment, a huge financial commitment. Just keep in mind that while a semi-absentee model may theoretically exist down the line, it probably doesn't exist in the early stages of the your business. I've mentioned this in other episodes in the franchise system in which I invested. I found the units with two owners, whether they were married or unmarried partners, seemed to excel because they could divide and conquer. So let me summarize the points I just outlined. If your objective is to invest in a franchise system that offers a semi-absentee model, it's crucial to assess whether the model genuinely aligns with that description. You can evaluate this by one, determining what the franchise system requires and what is necessary from the franchise owners as far as a time commitment. Review the franchise agreement, the operational guidelines, and KPIs in order to project the owner's time commitment. Secondly, talk to former and current franchisees with the goal of understanding where the owners spend their time and how much time they spend on the business versus in the business. Lastly, if you believe the franchise system does in fact offer a semi-absentee model, You've got to prepare yourself that that won't be the case in the first few years. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Don't hesitate to reach out to me via email by going to my contact page on my website, christinegivens.com. If you're currently evaluating a franchise system, make sure to get my guide called The Ultimate Step-by-Step Guide to Vetting and Evaluating a Franchise Opportunity. You'll also find that on my find that resource on my website. As always, 
tune in next week and thanks for listening.